Hey everyone, it's Dorian Black and Ari Hart. And the girls are back. We are sorry. We had to take a little break. <laughs> My schedule is all discombobulated, so I do apologize, guys. But here we are. Yes, it was a little too weak. I'm sure people are like, what the hell? But hey, life really is real. Okay, and it's getting the best of me, okay? Yeah. But I'm trying to maintain. We came back. And yes, thank you for not forgetting about us, but uh, we're going to do what we do best or what the hell happened. So yes. how was your week or oh. your two weeks? I should say. Yeah, they've been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, work. That's about it, to be honest. I'm trying to think. And also getting ready for Halloween because this is my favorite holiday. So this mm. year I'm going to be Frida Kahlo. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not doing the wrong. <laughs> so sorry, Frida. <laughs> But I will have my hair. I got the flower headband. I ordered this really nice red shirt. And then I bought like a bunch of rings because she always wear rings. I got like the Mexican style earrings. So, Frida Kala, I'm going to be you girl this this Halloween. That's a good, yes. that's a good Halloween costume. Yeah. I'm, I don't know yet. It's coming up close to Halloween. I Very still haven't decided. I'm between two right now. I don't know if I want to be Andre 3000 or... A flute. Uh, yeah, right? Just walk around with a flute. Um, Andre 3000. And I had another one, but I'm having a brain fart right now. But we'll see the time Halloween comes. If not, I will throw something together mm-hmm. to be part of the festivities. Because Halloween is such a great holiday. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. It is. And I don't like when people try to, like, say, oh, it's a pagan holiday. Like, let us enjoy our candy. It's a fun time. I like to, and it's, like, nice to see people be creative and, like, dress up. Mm. So, you know, every year um, I be dressing up. So, the last two years, my costumes, I felt like were pretty good. So, Frida, I felt like is a good one. Yeah, and I just like to see how other people, like, bring little funny memes and stuff to the costumes Mm. and stuff like that. You just brought me back to my realization. My other one was going to be uh, Jasmine Masters. That, and I, ooh, lady. I don't know who you're talking no. about. No, I don't know who you're talking about. Maybe that won't be it. <laughs> I mean, just because I don't know. Just like my friend, she was like, does anybody even know who Frida is? I said, most people do know who she is. And I don't really care if y'all can't tell who I am because I know who I am. So, like, there's going to be some people that just don't know the costume. Like, unless it's, like, something, like, really major, like, Incredibles mm-hmm. or something, like, that's really common. Yeah. You might not know it. I like when people get creative, like, yeah. with their costumes. I think the best costumes are the couple costumes. Mm. Like, last Halloween, this girl, she was the colonel from KFC, and mm-hmm. her boyfriend was a bucket of chicken. Oh, that's funny. It was really cute. I was like, oh, I can't wait to have a little boobay and do stuff like that. Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. But, you know. What about you? How um, was your week's? My weeks have been up and they have been down. Um, My job has been working the hell out of me. But um, I got a tattoo. Okay. But it's botched. What you mean? (laughs) It looks bad? Yeah. It did not heal the way I wanted it to heal. Yeah, the healing process can sometimes like break or make how your tattoo looks. Yeah. I talked my mom and again a tattoo too. Her tattoo really looks nice. But mine's just... Did y'all go to someone, like, super professional? We did go to a shop in uh, Glenside. The guy, he did a good job with my mom's tattoo. I don't know what happened to mine. I think it was the ink. 
I think I was allergic to it, but because uh, okay. I did get color, but it's a really small tattoo, so it's not that deep. It's, yeah, I'm ready to go back for some more. Yeah, but hopefully it doesn't turn out this one. Um, I was very fortunate and blessed to get a car. Okay, woo-hoo. I am hype. I no longer have to take the bus. I got my wheels. I'm very blessed and fortunate. So yeah, it's been highs and lows this week, but yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, it's always nice to have a nice car to get around, especially as the the weather starts getting a little colder. Nobody want to be at nobody's bus stop. Okay. Or order nobody's Uber. So. And the funny thing is, um, on my way home, before I got my car, this lady was on a bus just cursing somebody out on the phone. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And finally, I got my car. I was like, yes. Yes. I cannot do bus. that anymore. I cannot. Yes. Like, me and my students, we went on a field trip where we had to get on public transportation. I was like, and with them, I'm just like, y'all doing too much. Like, I need a car. I need, like, a bus. Something. So. Okay. And that's one thing I hate. I I love kids. But when them high schoolers and middle schoolers get out of school, child, I just be like, why are y'all yelling? It's 8 o'clock in the morning. I just yeah, want to go to work. the energy from the beginning. Yes. I'd be like, please. Yeah. But. So. Yeah, but in other news, this is going to be an interesting um, episode because we are doing hot topics and girl talk all throughout. So, did you have any hot topics you want to discuss? Um, I don't really have any hot topics. I feel like there haven't really been anything like mm-hmm. super pressing in the media that I would really want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I more so just have a lot of different things that I've just been observing in my personal life that I just think maybe other people can maybe think upon or, you know, mm-hmm. reflect on, like, you know, just, like, being at work, kind of, like, going back to the whole work thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, at my school, you know, you are a team with the other teachers that teach that particular grade. Mm-hmm. So, like, all the ninth grade teachers are, like, a team. And on my team, the like, the three other teachers, they're really, like, falling to the wayside, some of the teachers. And it's, like, really irritating to me and my other coworker because it's, like... You know, at the end of the day, like, regardless of what your personal life is, like, this is your job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've accommodated, we've picked up extra, like, slack, you know, to help people out. But it's like, we also have our own stuff. Mm. And, you know, like, we have some people, like, who aren't teaching. Like, they're letting the kids play games. So when they come to my room, they get mad because they get to relax in your room and they can't do that in mine. Mm-hmm. We need it to be, like, consistent across the board. Then being late every day. Mm. Like, and we've talked to these people multiple times. And at this point, I don't give a fuck no more. Like, go ahead, be late. Because now, like, the principal and stuff is going to talk to you. And then that's going to possibly fuck your money up. So mm-hmm. that's going to be on you at the end of the day. Um, but just stuff like that is just, like, been rubbing me away. Because I'm just like, you're grown. We're, we're all grown. Mm. And I need people to, this is, and it doesn't matter how cool we are and all that. This is a professional set, and we're dealing with kids. You can't be lazy. You can't be late with kids. It's mm-hmm. just not going to work. So that's just one thing I feel like. That's my damn hot topic for myself because I'm me and my coworkers have been getting so fucking annoyed. It's mm-hmm. just like, and then when we have, like, meetings and stuff, people late. Oh, I forgot. Shorty, you need to not forget because we have a meeting. Like, and it's ridiculous. And then, like, we had to, like, change. We used to meet after school. Now we got to meet during lunch because half of them leave before the school day's even over. So, mm. well, me and her going to talk to each other because we already know the shit. Y'all the ones that's not doing the damn expectations. 
So I think that's the only thing that sucks when you have to work with other people. Right. It's like one person can't just can't carry the whole team. Like right. we need Even us two. all to come together. Shit. But that's pretty frustrating. Very. Mm-hmm. And like right now we're getting observed. So like we get observed like three times out the school year by our supervisor. Mm-hmm. And like y'all finna fail y'all's. I I had mine and I did very well. And you know, I'm saying they finna fail because like y'all not holding the bar in your room. Like mm-hmm. you're not making the kids accountable and holding the expectation and and then like we had a parent meeting yesterday and the one parent was like yeah because my son told me y'all got classes in here where they just be playing kahoot the whole period and i was like i know exactly what class the parent was talking about but i said that's not the reality for all the classes so then you giving us all like a bad name and now this parent think when they kid come to school they just learn playing the game all class like that's not what's happening first of all why that kid say something listen if i had a free period okay i'm taking a nap but that's the kid's excuse for why they're not doing good in that class Oh, because we play games in the class all day. Well, if that's the case, you but can't have an A. Is it for the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it's for that class, you can't bring it for that class. But I see where the parent is coming from. Like, if you playing all day, why you ain't learning nothing? So, and but, you shouldn't be playing no fucking Kahoot all day. Yeah. You can't learn math or whatever just off of a game. Yeah. So. I don't know. See, that's the thing. Especially when it comes to working with other people, you just got to learn how to focus on your work. Well, for me and my coworker, it's not, like, that simple because we're, like, the grade team leads. So, the grade team leads is pretty much supposed to, like, keep the team, like, on track and in order. Like, Mm -hmm. we're not supervisors, but we're, like, many assistants Mm -hmm. for, like, our supervisors. So, like, it does fall on us when they don't do it because we get paid extra for this role that we're in. So, like, so, what do y- y'all do? So, there's two roles. It's, like, the academic one and then the culture one. So, the culture is me. Like, I plan trips, and I have, I'm responsible for, like, uh, making sure all the teachers are, like, telling the kids about their uniform and creating, like, community amongst the grade. Mm-hmm. And then the academic person is in charge of, like, kids who have IEPs or students who, like, have trouble academically or doing testing and stuff like that. And we have to communicate certain stuff to them. And then when you guys aren't communicating or upholding like what they ask us to tell you then they're like well why isn't your team doing it you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so it falls like just for instance right like students with an iep you have to call their parents at least three times in the report period before you can fail them because you have to like since those students have like learning needs you have Mm -hmm. to reach out and let the parent give the parent opportunity to work with their child to get their grade if you're not making the phone calls, we can't fail them in your class. Mm-hmm. And then parents are mad as hell when they come to a meeting because they're like, I only heard from two teachers. The rest of y'all didn't tell me this kid, my kid was failing. Mm. So then it falls on us because now we have to deal with this parent who's angry and mad because you never made phone calls about their kid mm-hmm. that's had a 50 the whole report card period. That makes sense. If so. I was a parent... I know that was one of the issues my mom had with my little sister. Mm-hmm. Like when she went to the parent teacher conference, she found that my little sister was failing, but she's like, no one's ever reached out to me. Like, I do think that's a necessity for that teacher parent mm-hmm. communication relationship. Like, let me know what's going on with my child before you just fail them. And now they're behind because I wasn't informed. So yeah, I get that. Yeah. Mm. So Especially still with, like, learning disabilities, you have to. Like, it's illegal for you to fill them without making the contacts. Like, mm-hmm. now, regular ed students, you should obviously still make calls, but it's not, like, a requirement. So, it's just, like, stuff like that. It's just, like, you know. And then on top of that, y'all all leave early. So, then me and my other coworker, the, we're going to have to meet with this parent that you mm. then fired up. And you're not going to even be here. 
Because yesterday they happened in the meeting, like, she was, like, going. And I said, well, first of all, miss, like, I've tried to call you. And second of all, they're not playing Kahoot in my class. So, you know what I mean? Like, there you go, right? There. That was, like, a perfect example. Like, the eldest parent got a whole attitude. But I'm like, this don't even pertain to what I'm doing with your kid. Right. So, uh, yeah. Mm. Just working with people. Work is stressful. Yes, it is. It's like, I seen this tweet. It was like 22 years ago. Two people had sex and now I have to work for the rest of my life. I'm like, wow, I can re- relate to this. Like, yes. Why? Like, oh my goodness. I need to sue my parents because Period. I did not ask to be here. Now I'm struggling. I'm stressed. Period. Like work is like overwhelming. And that's another thing. It's important to have a healthy, like coworker relationship, I think. Like, when you don't have that healthy co-worker relationship, it's stressful. Yeah. Like, going into a place every day with the same person that you can't get along with, like... But even sometimes, like, you getting along with somebody isn't good either because then they get comfortable. Like, they don't have to, like, do certain shit. Yeah, I think it's a boundary. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I got... I respect you. You respect me. Right. I don't have no problem with you, but I ain't coming over to your house on Christmas, like... Well, I do have that relationship with some of my co-workers. I guess you have to, like, know who you can have that relationship with. Because right. a lot of people, people get take relationships advantage. from yeah. work. So. Yeah, some people, like, get too relaxed. Like, my coworker Ms. Hubba, like, I go over her house. We hang mm-hmm. out on the weekends. But at work, she doesn't not do her job because we're friends. So, right. some people don't necessarily know how to, like, do yeah. the both. You got to learn how to read people. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I see you slacking. I don't think that's the type of person I want to hang out with. Right. So... Reading people. Read people. Oh my God, that's another important topic. Okay. Being able to read individuals, like <sighs> that's so important. And I don't think I really have mastered. I think I know how to read people, but I don't always like trust my read. Why is that? Him? Like I'm like, uh, I don't know. Let me let me see a little bit more. Like no, sis, you saw enough. You're reading it correctly. Just going about your day. Like I think, like with me, if like. I get any type of vibes or anything off, I take it into consideration. I don't cancel the person out, oh. but I don't just dive right into the situation. I'd be like, okay, I seen. I don't. It's very important not to ignore red flags, and I feel like yeah. people off they throw them up. at you. Yeah, even like I don't know something really basic could be a red flag, like just people like somebody being like not timely mm-hmm. or them. Um, just seeming like, you know, they got all these people, like, in a face or, like, those are, like, things you're like, uh, but those are things to look at. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's late all the time, that they're inconsiderate. Right. Um, or, you know, I mean, that's not always the case, but I would look at that, like, okay, if I'm talking to you or something and you're always late, I'm going to take that, like, you kind of, like, don't give a fuck about my time. I look at it, like, if, like, especially when it comes to timing, mm-hmm. like, if you're late and you have a legitimate excuse like, oh, you yeah, know, I had to pick up my daughter yeah. or I had to do this, I had to do that, then I'll take it into consideration. Ration, but right. when it's all the time, especially when it comes to me, if it, every time we go to hang out or do something, you're always late. And by a significant amount of time, time. Like, I could see 15, 20 minutes, but an hour, two hours, that's really inconsiderate without right. you letting me know that, you know, mm-hmm. something can, comes up or... Right. If you just don't care, like if I'm bringing it to your attention, like hey, like you know, you are kind of late, like, and you're just like, oh, oh okay, right, like you don't just take shows, any accountability, yeah, like that you don't give a fuck about how I feel about you being late, so now just okay, shrug cool. it off. 
that's a red flag to me. It's like, yeah, mm, I see how you are. I see how you moving. We won't be hanging out again. Yeah, and like things like I think it's so important when you're getting to know people, whether it's friendly, from mm-hmm. relationship, whatever. Like you should just like really pick up on like what they say, mm. what they do, what they're not saying. Like, and I think it takes a, a level of like awareness. Um, to be able to do that and it's something very hard to do mm-hmm. like but I think it's really important to be able to do it on some type of level because if you don't then you're gonna always like find yourself in like situations where you're like friend- befriending or being in a relationship with somebody who's just not a great person mm. because you didn't want to listen to um the reflection that you have to ask yourself like why didn't I want to listen to him why did I choose to like see certain things and just not like really take those into consideration because I think we get caught up on just enjoying the person and trying to pull out the good stuff in them it's like alright that's very true they're not a bad person like they they're all fun to hang out with I like the way they do this or I like the way they do that so right. I'm gonna bypass all the negative stuff but then after a while it's like all that negative stuff you try to bypass it starts to build up and now you're frustrated because it's like mm-hmm. Damn, like, I've been bypassing this stuff and I'm letting you get away for free with all these bad things. And it's like, what about me? What about how I feel? So, that's the only thing about reading people. Yeah. I wish I had, like, a little detector. Like, this person's a liar. Liar, liar, liar. This person, This person isn't a good person. Like... Person, 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 person. like sometimes like, mm, sorry, I can't. It's in the cards. Yeah, I think yeah, that's true. We do get caught up in like the good and the fun time you're having mm. with a person, and then you look at like, damn, I definitely didn't notice that about that person, yeah. or I definitely. But I just kind of just let it go and you just should not do that. But you know what it is? It's a learning experience. It it teaches you how to deal with people. Because like, you know, growing up, like a lot of us, especially you and I, like all of our friends we've known for a long time or Mm -hmm. a certain amount of time. So it's just like we're used to people where it's like now we're learning different people. We're coming across different people, whether it be at work or going out like so all these different types of people. So now we're learning how to bob and weave the the bad apples. So especially for dating. Yeah. It's like it's hard because you can even date somebody for like a significant amount of time before even being boyfriend or girlfriend and there's Mm -hmm. still so many things you don't know or so many things that are being hidden or whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. so i think it's just hard all around and you're just taking a risk bringing new friends new relationships Mm -hmm. in your life all the time and even the ones you have already can be running a risk because do you really know a person people don't tell you everything that's true you know even us like we've known each other you know, for a while, mm-hmm. but that don't mean that I know every single thing that you've ever done or right. thought, and vice versa. So, I mean, you could say like I've known tell I've known Dorian for X amount of time, mm-hmm. so I'm going to assume she's this type of person because it's been pretty consistent. But people be getting they acting on, okay? Mm. Okay. People be getting their acting the fuck on, and like I wonder why that is because I think. When it comes to certain things like being deceitful and pitting on a show, that mm-hmm. has more to do with that person than it does the people that they're mm-hmm. doing it to. Yeah. And that's, like, another thing, like, when people do certain things to you, like, damn, like, I should have... Yeah, so, like, when it comes to, like, you know, people being a type of way, mm-hmm. I always say, like, sometimes you have to realize that you shouldn't take it personal because what they're doing to you is just, like, a result of some shit that they haven't, like figured out within themselves and Mm. i think 
it's very hard to like think that way. Like, damn, this person is being a fuckboy to me, or they're hurting me, or they're doing me dirty just because of them. Like, mm-hmm. it's very hard to like remove yourself because it feels so personal. Mm-hmm. But nine times out of ten, like when people are treating you a X, Y, and Z way or doing something, it's a hundred percent to do with them mm-hmm. and really nothing to do. You're just like unfortunately a casualty in them sorting some shit out or you know pouring out like their issues pretty much you know what that's a good point because one day i was talking to tony who's a good friend of ours and he was like sometimes what people do they're trying to understand and unravel as they're going Mm -hmm. so instead of People thinking logically, okay, it makes more sense for us to try to work it out this way or talk about this or do it in this direction. But I don't know how to process these emotions, but I'm trying to do it as these things are coming along. So that's where you have people getting, you know, emotional or lying or just be put in uncomfortable situations and don't know how to handle it because they're trying to unravel these emotions as they're going along. And sometimes... The bystander on a person on the other end, they're trying to understand what's going on, but neither of y'all know understand what's going on, so it's kind of hard, and it sucks to be on the opposite end because it's like, why are you lying to me? Why are you cheating, cheating on me? Or why are you not being dishonest? Or why are you frustrated with me? But it's like, like you said, it has nothing to do with you. It's them trying to process and go through it as they process their emotions. So. Yeah, and some people might say, like, well, damn, that's a hell of a way to process some fucking emotions to drag me through the mud, but mm-hmm. that's the reality. Yeah. That, like, and it might take years of them dragging multiple people mm-hmm. um, through the mud yeah. before they can process some shit. Um, if they're even... but And even before they can even get to maybe a level of them understanding, like, that they're doing something and that they don't want to be that type of person mm-hmm. like if that ever happens because that's, that's not even the reality that everybody comes to either right. to we're like oh i'm being a shitty person like you know like for me like i realize that i do things that are definitely shitty and but for me it's like sometimes i don't have the time to be a better person mm. and <laughs> that might sound wild but it's really true like i'm like okay ariana you definitely be doing this mm-hmm. you definitely gotta work on this and some days I can be very aware and very like intentional, but then some days I'm just like, I just don't have the time to give a fuck about being intentional and really being a better person. So then if I'm in that space of like, I don't have the time, then whoever might cross might get the less version of me, mm-hmm. like the not so great version of myself. Mm-hmm. Um and, like, even there's been moments, like, where I was in a situation of, like, actively kind of, like, not being the best person to someone. Mm-hmm. And in the moment, I'm like, this is not cool. But for some reason, I still couldn't process stop like, doing it. Mm-hmm. I was still letting myself go ahead and be, like, not the best person at all. Mm-hmm. And people are like, well, damn, bitch. Like, so you purposely doing it? It's so, I think it's so many people who in the moment know this is not cool, but they cannot help but to continue to do it. Mm. And... And I don't know exactly what a name would be for that or, like, what that would be. But I think it's a real thing, like, because you just may not have mastered, like, that self-control mm. or um, you're so emotional in your own shit that you just can't even bring yourself out of it to be like, look, 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 stop, 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 like, mm. get it together kind of thing. So, like, 
like for you when you're in that kind of state like okay the ball is rolling i can't mm-hmm. stop it like, <laughs> it's, it's here the, the the dragon's release like what do you do to like do you come back to those thoughts and be like okay that was kind of messed up or do you just like it's out there i'm gonna leave it there so i kind of had a recent situation where mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say i did somebody like dirty or something but i wasn't the most upfront with them mm-hmm. and they were a very nice person and in return, someone else ended up being even more not upfront with me. Mm-hmm. And then I said to myself, this is definitely karma for me not being super upfront with that person. Mm-hmm. And I recognized it. I was like, this is definitely the karma for that shit. Like, I wasn't nice or the best to that mm-hmm. person. And I actively played in their face, knowing that I was doing it in the moment. And then this other individual ended up, like, not saying, like, they ended up just being deceitful as well so i'm just like okay so it's literally full circle so mm-hmm. i just got my my karma my mm-hmm. the bitch literally you got hit, your turn it literally came right the fuck back and karma comes at all times and in, in different forms like sometimes the karma doesn't look the same as the way you dished it out or whatever mm-hmm. or it comes later on in life but this bitch she said no all right here we go right here and you know i recognize that mm-hmm. And even when I was kind of in the moment of, like, not being the most upfront with that other person, I said, I'm definitely going to get some fucking karma for this. But mm-hmm. I still continue to not be the most upfront with them. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I just didn't have the energy to try not to be more honest. I didn't have the energy for it. Mm. So, is it like you just don't have the energy or you just don't care to have the energy? I think I just genuinely don't have the energy mm-hmm. because I didn't feel like really being responsible for their feelings and i think um in order to like not be a shitty person you have to be willing to also like take other people's feelings on and like at Mm -hmm. the moment i didn't really want to i just said i only really have the energy for my feelings and not that i want to hurt this person but i just can't exert the energy to like also care about how they're feeling as well as like what i'm feeling right now so do you think like, I don't know the situation, but, like, is it, like, if you were to tell the person the truth, like, hey, you're cool and all, but I just don't want to take it there. Do you think that will hurt them as well? Or, like, just keep playing along for the situation will hurt them more? Um, I think that's hard to say because everybody handles different things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the person could be more like, okay, cool. Or that person, it like it depends on the person. I feel mm-hmm. how they would react to either one of like those like conversations. But yeah, I think I think that's another reason why people are like dishonest or like know that they're kind of doing something wrong and they don't like correct it. It's because like it's so much easier just to care about what you're feeling. It's mm-hmm. so much easier just to care about like what you're trying to do in the moment. Really fuck who is. Um, gonna kind of like fill away mm-hmm. in the situation like as long as i'm good and i'm like getting what i want and i don't have to like deal with like you about to fill away like i'm cool with that mm. like i think that's how some people you know and i feel like we all have had those moments um and then i think you know for me like to be on the like i'm aware of this people are like okay well you're hella aware of it like but you're not but it's a lot of energy like to like feel and to like care that's a lot of energy whether people want to like acknowledge it or not Mm -hmm. so i think when you touched on like 
you know how it came for full circle mm-hmm. where like you got your karma i think that's a prime example of reciprocating energy like if you want people and like you said karma comes in different types of shapes and forms. right so like when you like we i think uh, how do i put this like we're we know right and wrong right no matter how hard we try to deny it, we know right from wrong. Right. But, you know, a lot of us choose the wrong way because it's easier mm-hmm. rather than it's easier to have the conversation or easier to do the right thing. It's just easier to ignore it and just go about your business. But, you know, I think it all takes us all to get to a certain point in our life where it's just like, okay... If I want to reciprocate this energy, I I know I have to do this even though it's hard. And some people aren't there yet. Like, some people yeah. are just like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I'm fuck sure. it. I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, right. karma's going to come get me. But it is. I think we all, once we get to a certain point in our life, we're like, you know what? If I want this and I want people to treat me a certain way, I'm going to have to just go ahead and do what's right. And sometimes when you do the right thing, you still get fucked over. It's like, ah, I did the right thing and it still came out shitty. But, you know, karma comes in many types of forms. So I just say, me personally, I try to do the right thing. Yeah. Like the other day, I had a breakfast sandwich at home and then I stopped at Wawa. So I'm like, should I be gluttonous and just get two sandwiches? So I'm like, all right. I bought a sandwich and I gave it to the homeless man that was outside. So when I went to go make my breakfast sandwich at work, I forgot it. And I'm like, you know what? God's going to bless me because I'm trying to do the right thing. But sometimes when you do the right thing, it's just like, fuck. But, mm. you know, karma comes for a soaker. So like, it does. It's a real thing. And like I said, like right now I'm in a situation I was blessed. I finally was able to get my car. And it's just like, you know... I've struggled for so long and I tried to do the right thing, but now I'm kind of slowly starting to see things come for a circle. So I think it's just a point in your life because mm-hmm. I was at a point where I'm like, fuck it. I'm alive, I'm a cheat, I'm still do all the things that's bad for me. Because I, they have more to do with you and mm-hmm. what you were going through at the time right? than the people that you might have been directing it towards. Right. And like, even to the people I've heard it, like, I still take into consideration, you know, how they felt. Like, not too long ago, I ended a friendship with a girl that, you know, one of my close girlfriends. And is it ended, one that from before that I, or is this a whole um, different friendship? Her name was Bobby. Oh, okay. So yeah. I ended that friendship and she was one of my closest friends. Like me and this girl can like talk about any and everything. But I ended the friendship because we weren't seeing eye to eye. But even to this day, when I come across certain situations, I'm like, hmm, maybe that's how she felt about me. Or maybe that I came across to her that way. You know, even though mm-hmm. we're not still friends, you think I still it. take her emotions into consideration. And I still mm. pray for certain people, you know. I still pray for her and stuff like that. But I, I try to be accountable for me and my actions. So, yeah. I try. Key words. Try. <laughs> as, yeah. as what I, that's all we can really do is put forth the effort. Like, whether people take it or not it's like i put the effort forward i gave it 120 percent. whether you appreciate it or not Mm -hmm. that falls on you yeah and i think sometimes it takes like after something's like ended Mm -hmm. to really oh god this is not recording what the fuck um it really takes like after a situation (laughs) to like y'all we just we just be having some technical yes like what (laughs) but i think sometimes it takes like after a situation to like really 
like think about how you came off to a person Mm -hmm. because for me like that i had a friend jordan who i'm like that we ended the friendship i felt like at the time the friendship you know ended over something really stupid but we had had friction throughout our friendship and Mm -hmm. we definitely have both have like just different strong personalities and I've seen, I felt like she was away and she felt like I was away. And like, so this weekend I'm supposed to actually hang out with her and my friend Sierra. Oh, that's nice. So, um, so my friend Sierra wanted to go to a haunted house and then she invited me. She said, oh yeah, me and Jordan. And I said, well, like, you know, does she care if I'm coming? And she said, oh no, she doesn't care at all. Because normally I would only see her like if Sierra would have a birthday or something that we both had to go to because, Mm -hmm. but it would never be like, oh, I'm just having this outing with her. And then she said, you can come to like, that's a little different than like we both just showing up for a birthday because we just were being supportive. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, and I was thinking to myself, like, oh, maybe this might be an opportunity for me and her to like build something again or talk some things out. But then I said, like, I don't think I'm ready to be her friend more so because I'm not mature enough to like enter that friendship again. Mm. Cause I feel like some of the issues that we had in our friendship, as far as like who I am, are still. Like, I'm still very much that person in a lot of ways. So, like, mm-hmm. even though time has went by, if we did try to make a friendship again, it might not work again because I'm still working on things that were an issue in mm-hmm. our friendship. And I don't know if she's worked on the issues that I've had with her in our friendship. So, it would it wouldn't make sense to me to, like, try to, like, build that. But I do think sometimes, like, kind of what you were saying, like, oh, this is my high, this person might have felt mm-hmm. and I wasn't the best and handling this particular situation but i don't think like we would be able to like rekindle a friendship right now i think in order for me and her to maybe ever have a friendship again it would have to be some more time that went by Mm -hmm. so and sometimes you don't have to rekindle those relationships like i think even like the girl bobby who was you know one of my closest friends like if i was to see her in the street or anything i would still say hello and still speak to her but we don't have to be the bestest friends how we once were like you know relationships come and go maybe that wasn't a relationship that was supposed to sustain in our lives that's very true and I think I, I see that people say this all the time. Ending a friendship is way to me personally way harder than ending a relationship. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I think the the depth of the friendship. Um, yeah, that was a friendship that was hard for me. Mm-hmm. That left like I've I've lost friends before, but that one was like one of the like ones that I think about more so often and that I really you know was sad about that that ended so Mm -hmm. i think yeah yeah like i think i think about her more than i think about any ex nigga that i've been with like so i don't know because it's like when you lose a girlfriend or a close friend it's like damn like who am i gonna bust jokes with who can i talk to and relate to with this like it's so hard because sometimes you can't find that in another person. Like, the relationship her and I have, I have yet to find it in another person. Right. But, you know, it makes me sad because I really enjoyed it. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So, shout out to the good sis. Yeah. So, I think that's true. Um, and me and her, like, we were close. And, like, she got me in ways that some of my other friends didn't. Because, like, me mm-hmm. and her were, like, the more, like, outrageous of like the friends and mm-hmm. like you know she we just got each other on a different type of level right but unfortunately you know and i'm not saying that i don't have other friends that don't get me but it's just yeah so i guess like my memory yeah that's what it is what we just 
But, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I'd rather lose a nigga any day than, like, a friend. Right. I think. Because yeah. you need friends to deal with niggas. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because that's the first person I call. I'll be like, well, what do I do with this? What do I do with that? Because I don't understand the male species at all. And I feel like sometimes when I just talk to my girlfriends, it's just. It's. It's so comforting to know that either the person I'm talking to doesn't understand where I'm coming from or right. they can give me tips or they've been through something a little bit better than I can. Yeah, but, I agree on that. But we're going to take it into this heart segment. Oh, yes. Matters of the heart. Hey, guys. So for today's matter of the heart, I'm gonna just give some light advice. Um, I think with the topic of adulting and just being a person. You know, we can sometimes be so lost in, like, what we should do and how we can better ourselves and how we can really manage, you know, all of the things that it takes to be an adult. So for me, what I would recommend if you're a person out here who's having a hard time, whether it's mentally, physically, or just balancing, like, transitioning from, you know, a young adult to a full-blown adult is to just, like, take a moment. Um, And what I mean by that, that is, either doing something you love that means hanging out with friends just relaxing you know taking that mental health day I think sometimes as adults and depending on how motivated we are as individual people we sometimes let the fact that like we need to get this done and we're adults and we have to rely on ourselves like make us forget that we're still human beings and we still need a break and we still have to see about ourselves right because if we're not good for ourselves and we don't take care of ourselves then we're not of any use to anybody so for me, the way I try to do like self-care is that spending time with my friends, you know, my friends, you know, I love being around them. That's a really great way for me to just get out of like the everyday stress. Also, um, writing in my journal, that's very helpful when I'm feeling like anxiety or overwhelmed. I write and I feel like a, like an entire weight just lifted off of my shoulders because I wrote. Um, also, you know, take a nap napping is my top fucking thing like you know I take a nap almost all the time and I'm not saying sleep your life away but like sometimes you just need to like go to bed and wake up you know refreshed and handle yourself that way and I think if you're a person out here just you know trying to figure out this adult thing just like have conversations with other people who are in the same realm of life right now as you because I bet you would be surprised to find out that like other people are literally experiencing what you're experiencing right now. And being an adult is not a handbook. There's no proper way to do it. It's not a career that you have to follow, a method or a time frame for this and that to happen. You kind of just have to go with your own flow and know yourself. And I think that's the biggest part of just being a person, not even just an adult, but just a person in general is like knowing yourself, learning yourself and staying away from things that set you off, staying away from things that, you know, bring you down or make you unhappy and just really pushing forward. Um, So once again, this was your girl Ari with, you know, my advice today. And we're going to hop right back into our discussion. Thank you, Ms. Hart, for those words of wisdom. <laughs> Yo! So lovely. Thank you, sis. You're welcome. <laughs> Yo! Now that we're I'm back to of, our regular scheduled program. I'm sick of her, <laughs> She's a phony. Like. <laughs> we are going to talk about um, <laughs> adulthood. So, yes. how has your journey on adulthood been? I think... Um, it's been all right. Like, I think I'm managing like money and jobs and friendships pretty well and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I think for me, I'm still like in a kitty mindset when it comes to like the way I handle like conflict and stuff. Okay. Um, but 
overall adulting isn't something that I don't feel like I have like a grasp on. Girl, I don't have a grasp on it either. No. <laughs> the worst thing i've ever experienced in my life oh like, my god is it because of like the job and stuff i just feel like it's everything like adulthood if i had to describe it it's like learning how to ride a bike with somebody just pushing you on it like mm-hmm. learn how to do this it's just adulthood it's a journey I'm enjoying, but it's very difficult, I have to say. Like, I'm enjoying learning new things, coming across different people, um, learning different things about myself. But the process is so fucking hard. Like, just going to work and having bills and trying to understand budget and credit is kind of difficult because I feel like neither of my parents know anything about it, and mm-hmm. nor do I know anything about it. So I'm trying to learn how to manage and understand that going to work every freaking day for the rest of my life um it's kind of depressing but i one thing i can say especially the age that we're at is we're learning different alternatives like i see a lot of people our age creating podcasts Mm -hmm. creating businesses for themselves and it gives me hope it's like okay maybe i don't have to do this nine to five every day Mm -hmm. but you know i'm the type of person i like to view my my options before i just quit my job and not have any money yeah like and that's another thing about adulthood stability is everything like even when it comes to dating it's like okay is this person going to be able to provide for me is this person going to that's a real question yeah like you have to think about these things like i'm no longer dating just to have fun i'm not dating just to be like oh he's my boyfriend like i'm dating like okay is he a potential candidate is he a potential husband Or, or not even a potential husband is this a potential life partner is this if we don't get married can i still depend on this person can i still trust this person with you know my valuables and my information so (laughs) that's important it's like can i trust this person with my credit card to go pick up something from the store like if i'm sick can i call on this person so it's like you know these are the things i have to think about now it's just like Mm -hmm. when you're young and impressionable it's just like everybody's my friend like i love everybody's cool bobbing when you get to adulthood it's like oh shit everybody's fucked up like so that's kind of where i'm at with adulthood it's an interesting journey so yeah know. it's it's something else but and even and i think the most like disturbing part about it is like even at our age people still childish people still lying about dumb shit people still just move in any type of way and it's just mm-hmm. like we're adults now like it's still feeling real high schooly. Let's let's get away from that. Yeah. And I just can't stand it because and I and I get it. Like you know, just because your age doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna be that maturity. But I need some folks in our twenties to like thirties to get it together with mm-hmm. the maturity shit because it's just not quite working out for me. Like let's go. I think it goes back to when you said like some people don't feel like it. I think adulthood is it's all about adjusting like we're literally adjusting into becoming adults so it's like i think people aren't comfortable yeah enough to adjust so they're still doing those childish things but i think it'll they'll more so recognize it i hope they recognize it when they see their peers 
start slowly passing right. them by. Like when you see your friends getting married. Because adulthood is more than like living on your own mm-hmm. and having a job. It's yeah. also like the way you carry yourself, the way you present yourself to people and the way that like you handle life situations. Right. And I think some people are age think, oh, I have a car. I have a good job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm able to go on vacation. Like that means I'm an adult. Like, yeah, you like are starting, like you're start to like gain some of those like game pieces but mm. now emotionally and um like intellectually you have to adjust to adulthood as well yeah. it's not just about like you being able to like get a job and all that and i think you know people confuse that and even me like i have a hard time in some areas really being like okay ariana you're an adult like mm-hmm. this is how you should handle x y and z situation you know um but i think it's something that we need to actively work on because mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be 30 and still, like, fighting over the same stuff or, mm-hmm. like, still learning the same lessons or having the same issues because you only adjusted to adulthood when it came to, like, finances or mm-hmm. living on your own. Yeah. You know, you need to also, like, emotionally adjust mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's, and adulting is so hard. And I feel like it's hard because it's new, it's uncomfortable, like, just the different experience. Like, I know one of our friends, he said he witnessed somebody die before. Mm. And, like, that's a part of adulting, too. Like, grieving and losing people and going through an experience like that. Like, who would to think when you're 12 or 16 or 17-year-old enjoying yourself, like... I may come across death. I may lose something. I may lose my parents. I may right. lose, you know, my friends. And it's just like, wow. Yeah. When it happens, it's like, we're taking this all in. But, child. And that's the crazy thing is, we, like, I've seen people who are 40 and 50 still not adjust to life. And it's like, it's it's sad because... The whole process is about growing, and I've Uh seen people stub their growth because they're afraid. Like, I've seen people, like, a lot of female, older females I see, they be stuck in relationships because they were afraid to get get out of the relationship or date someone else because they were so comfortable with the person they were with. And it sucks because they're miserable now. Yeah. And I think now's the age for us to understand, like, okay... This relationship isn't working out. It's time for me to exit, especially when it comes with friends. Like yeah. this isn't working. I have and to sometimes exit. it's just not easy mm-hmm. for people to like exit things, and even if they recognize yeah. that like this isn't like something I necessarily need to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's a tough thing. Okay, it's really tough. Like I think, yeah, I just think that you know, being an adult calls for like a lot of awareness Mm -hmm. and for you to be able to multitask because you have to like be able to be aware and also implement like different things that you're noticing about yourself all at once and Mm -hmm. like I said it's a lot of energy Mm -hmm. and it's a lot easier to not put the energy in so then that's when you fall into like the bad habits or like not really meeting your potential as an adult because Mm -hmm. you it's just so much work and then when you have other life things going on, whether that's work or family things or relationship things, it makes it even harder for you to, like, always be aware that you need to be moving to this growth point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so many things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, you have to know how to communicate. You have to know how to, like, you know, move in a, 
X, Y, and Z situation, how you're coming off to people, how to defend yourself. Like, it's, like, so many moving parts. It's just, like, damn, like, I can't even grasp, grasp it. It's, like, always something. Mm-hmm. So, it's hard to juggle. Mm-hmm. And then some things are always going to get your attention a little bit more. Like, mm-hmm. like, when you're trying to, like, fix one part of yourself or your life, another part is going to, like, fall to the wayside because mm-hmm. you're having to focus on this other part. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the crazy thing is like I adult adulting and adulthood as right now it's made me appreciate my parents a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like some of the choices that they've made. Like younger, I would be so frustrated and wouldn't be able to understand. Like why would my mom do this or my yeah. mom is being such a bitch and I don't understand why she's making me do X, Y, and Z. But now that I'm adult, I was like, okay, I see why she made those choices and I see why she made those decisions. And another thing that I learned as I'm older, I see my parents for who they really are now. Like mm-hmm. before, it used to be like, oh, this is just my mom, this is just my dad. But now it's like, oh, wow, this is Robbie, this is Dorian. Like, mm-hmm. I, I see them for who they are now. And it's a beautiful thing to be able to see your parents in a different light. Like, I could say as of right now, my mom is one of, like, my best friend in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's, it's kind of cool, like, in that yeah. sense. Yeah. I can agree with that. It's just, it's so much that comes with it. Mm-hmm. And it's exhausting. <gasps> it's so it's exhausting. a perfect word. It's like I'm exhausting. tired all the time. Like, like, every day. I have to be an adult for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. You never, like, when people say, oh, be happy that you're a kid and appreciate that you're a kid and do kid stuff. And it's like, shit. I wish I can at this point. Like, having to pay bills and... Just think like an adult is like mentally draining. Mm-hmm. Like, and the crazy thing is, I'd be at work and it'd be people 40, 50, 60 years old still acting childish and doing childish things. And I'm like, damn. I don't want to be that old yeah. doing that. Lying and scheming and whatever, whatever. Like, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. And like you said, those are people who stuck in bad habits. Like, I think now we're at the age where it's mm-hmm. like, Okay, I'm aware. I need to fix it, work on it, or come back to it. So yeah, you gotta, you gotta like try to work on it, even if mm-hmm. like you take a break from it because you just can't like quite exert that energy at the time. But you need to always like try to revisit it. Mm-hmm. So you know, and that's why I try to like listen to podcasts that like tell me like good things, and mm-hmm. I try to like read things that kind of add. You know, because if I'm at least trying to put some of that in my daily routine. Mm-hmm then it's a little bit easier to, like, be thinking about it. Like, like when I listen to, like, Amanda Sills and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'll take a little piece of that with me. And at least, like, on my way to work, I can have that in my mind. And, like, that can kind of help center me. But, you you know, but also at the end of the day, you can listen and read all you want. But, like, you also have to implement mm-hmm. the shit that you're learning. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. I think another thing about adulthood is... You're learning new things and trying new things. Like, when you say, like, oh, you can read everything and you can listen to everything. I think the moment you try to put it in you, it's like, okay, I'm being a little bitchy. Maybe I'll try this or right, I'll right. try that. It really goes a long way. It does. Like, I don't think people understand. Like, I'm the type of person, I'll try it once. If I don't like it, I'll I'll give in to it. But I think trying something new, it really goes a long way because it helps you shift to be a better person. Mm-hmm. Like, if I try being more pleasant or if I try to be more understanding or if I just try to eat some green shit, like, here and there, like, at least you try to implement and be right. be- a better person, so. Yeah, that's true. And then, like, sometimes I reflect on times, like, when I did do something and I stuck with it and, like, the results were good. Yeah. But 
I can't always like conjure up that same energy, even though I'm thinking about this and it should motivate me. Like, for example, like I think sometimes like, okay, when I started being natural, like my hair really grew and I really stuck to it. But I think the reason why it even worked out, because I didn't really have to put a lot of work into, like, growing mm. my hair. I just had braids. So I'm like, okay, clearly I don't like really putting the work into something. <sighs> and I think that's why there's certain things in my life that I don't, that aren't as great as they could be, because I just don't feel like putting in the work. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know what it looks like when I put the work in. Like, also, like, um, me going to college and being a teacher, like I put a lot of work into that, so mm-hmm. I see the benefits of it. But do I feel like putting the work into everything equally, or maybe I'm just at a point in my life where like that thing isn't um, the most important thing yet for me mm-hmm. to feel like no, this definitely deserves that energy. Because I think in your life you come across things and you're like, okay, at this point in time, like this is super important. Mm-hmm. And clearly, if I'm not giving that energy to it, like obviously at this point in my life, that's maybe not something that I can focus on because of whatever reason, whether it's just not my time to learn this thing or not my time for that thing. I'm not ready mm-hmm. for it. So maybe that's why my energy for it is not there because I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. But when I get ready, when I am ready for it, then I might have the energy to match. Yeah. So yeah, there's mm-hmm. so many different layers to it. So Okay. And energy is so important. When I say like, oh my goodness. Like, getting up for work every day and just, like, that takes a certain amount of energy. I feel like there's really levels to this shit when it comes to energy. Like, you legit have to have enough energy for certain shit. Like, I have to have enough energy to do this. I have to have enough energy to do X, Y, and Z. If you don't have the energy to put into it, it's, like, it's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, but, I mean, like I said, I at least try to try everything once or twice so I can see if I can stick with it, go through it, or how it falls into place so mm-hmm. i try to put a little bit of energy into it yeah it's hard i'll be tired life is hard when you're in the though you gotta go to work you gotta do it people people and mm. yeah i can't be having the energy it's it's a lot for me to like feel and to like express how i feel so i just be like whatever yo like i don't give a fuck mm. it takes a, it's so it's so much energy for me like it don't make no fucking sense. Does it work for you, like, not putting the energy into it? No, because I'm not really addressing it. Mm-hmm. And I know that, but I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. So I just be like, whatever, yo. Mm. Okay, so are you t- are you tired from, like, you know this is about to be a, a lot of work, so you're just tired from that? Or it's just like, I don't want to do this because I'm already tired? It's like, hmm. It's like when I think about the amount of work mm-hmm. that is about to cause for me to like be aware and uh, like I'm just like I don't really feel like exerting the energy. Mm-hmm. And then when I do it, it really exhausts me. Like when I try to like be aware about certain things mm-hmm. or express certain things, like I literally feel out of breath. Mm-hmm. Like as if I'm like actually doing work. like physical work and mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just not feeling it. Mm-hmm. Like and it's funny because like some people might be like, yo, that's kind of wild. Like, some people might not understand at all what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. some people are like, no, that's real shit. Like, I really feel exhausted just trying to feel stuff mm-hmm. or just trying to express something. And that's real. Mm-hmm. And people just don't acknowledge that shit about themselves or other people. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that shit is really takes a lot out of somebody. Mm-hmm. Expressing yourself is hard. It is so hard. Yeah. Because it's like, 
okay, this is how I feel. Like, I said this when I had to do the episode by myself. Like, I can plan a conversation in my head. Like, okay, I'm going to say X, Y, and Z. I'm going to tell this person I love them. And we're going to be happy. We're going to get married into the sunset. And then when I bring the conversation to the person, they're like, I don't feel the same. Like, this is the, this is not what's going on. It's just like, damn. Damn. Like, I, yeah, like, I just kind of played myself. But... I guess that's life, kind of like you gotta roll with the punches. Like shit, like that happens, and it's all about everything's gonna be for you, right? And I just look at it this way: like if something didn't pan out with a person, friend, or whatever, or a job mm-hmm. that wasn't necessarily probably for you, right? Because if it was, you would have had it. Mm-hmm. So that's right. just how that goes. Yeah, but I do try to just be like, I put it out there because like. Because I feel like that's the worst when you feel like, damn, I should have did X, Y, and Z. I should have did this. Because I've been in a place where like I was so afraid to do things. I just wouldn't do it at all. Mm-hmm. And then I would be stuck with regret for right. not participating. For, yeah, for not trying. So like now I'm in a place where it's like, fuck it. I put it out there. Why not? I did it. I tried it. I didn't like it or I liked it. So that's kind of where I'm at. So, And I guess that was an adjustment that was kind of good in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, because it's gonna be uncomfortable. Yes, I feel like you gotta challenge yourself to like feel those things. I feel like everything is uncomfortable as as adults, but people say it gets better when you get thirty. I hope fingers crossed. We're we're still gonna be with this generation of people, so I don't know. Like, but you know, we're all growing. I mm, think that's what we are. Like, we're all learning and growing. I think we're just all on our own pace. So hopefully, oh, yes, the fuck we are. When we're thirty, we are at least close to being on the same level. We'll see. Yeah, but we're gonna take it into my segment, guys. Yeah. Talking with Big Daddy. Yo, this is talking with Big Daddy, and this is basically where I talk about the podcast I'm listening to, new music I'm listening to, and just shit I'm thinking about. And the first thing I want to talk about is. All the new music that's being released from Summer Walker, Cash Style, and Wale. I have to give him his props on his well-anticipated album. Wow, that's crazy. I would give this album a 10 out of 10. It has sounded great sonically. The lyricism was A1. And, you know, he had features on there that I wasn't expecting Wale to work with. You know, he had Meg the Stallion. He had people like Little Dirk. He brought the MMG team out with Rick Ross and Meek Mills. And I just love when they come out and they just go ham on the track. Uh, he had Kelly Price on there. You know, the first song of the album, Sue Me, when I say that song lays out and creates the whole vibe for the album it's just it's amazing so shout out to Wale for you know taking his time with this project and you know I I did see a recent interview with him and Ebro and he kind of talked on a topic I feel like more people need sh- should talk about he talked about growing up in a Nigerian you know household with his parents being you know Nigerian and kind of strict you know they didn't show the love and affection he may have wanted or deserved and you know now that he's an adult and a parent of his own with his baby girl he's trying to you know ref- you know give the affection and love that he wants to to her but he doesn't know how and I feel like 
a lot of us can relate to that, especially if you grew in a household where your parents were kind of strict or just worked a lot and they didn't have the time or maybe even the patience to give you the maybe the love or the communication that you may have deserved. And now that we're adults, we don't know how to channel that in certain relationships, whether it be with a boyfriend, girlfriend, or wife, or husband, or whether it be with friends, or being a, a new parent, or a parent. So shout out to Wale. Um, Kanye West also dropped his gospel album Jesus is King you know I saw people with you know their reviews on Twitter and to me it sounds like what a gospel album from Kanye West in 2019 would sound like you know I wasn't shocked or anything sonically I thought it sounded good you know Kanye always come with fire beats you know he had his Sunday service crew on there and they sounded good but I wasn't amazed. I wasn't shocked. You know, I don't feel like this is an album I will put in my gospel playlist. But hey, it's it's Kanye's art. And, you know, who are we to judge? You know, he is creating and expressing himself through his creativity and his form of art. Um, So, yeah. Uh, what have Big, what have Big Daddy been thinking about? Um, I've really been, you know, trying to trying I should say to understand energies because I feel like lately I've been trying to understand my own to pass off good energies to other people and I've been reciprocating a lot of bad energies from people and you know what I'm learning is the best way to kind of handle it and to preserve your energy and to give off good energy to other people is to collect yourself Pray on it, understand what you're going through, understand what you would like to project out into the universe, and then surround yourself amongst other people. But first, you got to clean your aura and clean your space first. And, you know, sometimes it may be hard because we may be just going through a lot and it carries on to whether it's being at work or, you know, being around other people. But really try to work on cleansing your energy because, you know, this world is filled with people just passing negative energies back and forth and not knowing what to do with this so you know just you know cleanse your energy collect your thoughts pray on it before you speak ill into the universe and if you're around someone who's giving off you know bad energy or bad vibes you know discuss this say hey you're giving off bad energies what's going on that may help them clear their energy or just take yourself out of the situation altogether sometimes they don't know how to process it and they don't know how to you know come off and figure it out so sometimes you just got to eliminate yourself from the issue and the problem in order to preserve your energy so that's where i'm at with it so you know i'm gonna get right back into the discussion with miss hart but this was talking with big daddy all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to a closing with this episode. I feel like this was a healthy conversation. Yeah. About adulthood, losing and gaining friends. and Just unpacking some stuff, you know. Yeah. And just understanding where we're at right now. That's because this shit is frustrating. Yeah. So, I don't know. Tell us what you guys think. How's yes. adulthood for you? Are you guys managing? Yes. <laughs> are you guys handling it well? Are you suffering? Let us know, like, how do you handle or cope with things? Have you lost a friend? Have you gained a friend? So, yeah. Have you been a shitty person and know that you being a shitty person? Yes. And I remember one time I made it still say, you don't just get to decide to be a shitty motherfucker. Like, you really don't. And think that I'm going to be okay with it. Like, right. 
And that's another thing. If you are in the moment being a shitty motherfucker, just know that somebody mm-hmm. might not be okay with that shit. Mm-hmm. So just be prepared for that consequence. Because mm-hmm. everyone gets their turn. Period. Okay. We, we ain't telling y'all nothing y'all don't know. Like. Yeah, because if you ain't get it yet, you will be. Okay. All right. So this is the good sis Dorian Black. And Ari Hart. And we will see y'all next week. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. No, we're going to fucking see <laughs> y'all. Because we can't with the two-week gap again. I know. Well, we're sorry, guys. But we're back. Last week was kind of my fault, though, because we was holding me and then my thing. So one week was her fault. One was mine. But we finna get it together again okay. for the next week. And we're so. going to have some juicy stuff, some yeah. good content. We coming back with a vengeance, y'all. Yeah, we are. All right. So we see y'all next time. Until then. Peace. Peace.